hey guys, we want to welcome you back to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Hey everyone, so fun to be with you today. And it's been a great weekend, a great week. We jumped on a plane a couple days ago. We flew down to our daughter and son-in-law's house down in Florida. Yep, great. Got to hang out with our granddaughter, got to bask in the sun, went to the beach. I mean, it was incredible. Made some fun memories and got to explore a little bit there and just spend time with our daughter and son-in-law and granddaughter. It was great. Oh, it was awesome. And what are we doing right now, Don? Where are we at? (laughs) You know, it's funny. We took the latest flight out. Last night, we left around, what, nine? Oh my gosh, it was so late. Flew back into Minneapolis, got here about midnight, and then drove to our house in Iowa. The one that we just renovated and finally get a chance to use. We reserved it ourselves, and we drove two hours. We got here about 2.30 in the morning. And so we are... On vacation this week, which we're is on vacation, and uh, we're getting yeah. to use the place that we worked so long and so hard to renovate yep. to make look beautiful. This is our first yep. week here, yep. and wow, isn't it kind of nice to come here and enjoy the fruits of our hard work, oh. our labor, but then to not work? It's so like nice. to relax. Yep. It's so nice. It's funny because we love Minneapolis. We love the hustle and bustle. We love the city. But we come here and it's kind of like a modern day Mayberry. Like it's super relaxing. It's quiet, like really quiet here, but just so much fun. The people here are phenomenal. We went on a run this morning and everybody said I hi. I think 20 like, people <laughs> said hi to us. It was great. so cool. They didn't ignore us. They looked at us. They smiled. They, You could tell they were in a great mood. And Mayberry, when you say that, that's an old TV show from the 1950s from where the, everybody Andy, was yeah, friendly. From the Andy Griffith show, No yeah. one was angry. People weren't like hating on each other. <laughs> and it really does feel like we step back in time when we come to this beautiful place. So looking forward to this week where we can just get some rest, some relaxation, and a chance to just Again, just hang out in this beautiful hometown. So when we were in Florida this last week and we were outside on some of those hot days, it made me think of my childhood. It made me think of something that occasionally when I was a kid, I would use. My parents, for whatever reason, they had a magnifying glass. And as a kid, I started to realize that you could take a magnifying glass and if it was a hot, sunny day, you could go outside and you could burn your name into a piece of wood or yep. you could start some leaves on fire. You would just I, have to hold that magnifying glass just still and let the sun come through it, right? And you, so then you were able to totally. start anything on fire, basically. It was crazy. It was like having a superpower in the palm of your hand. If it was like and having matches. Like, it, it really was. Without being a match. And it was, you know, yeah, we had video games when we were younger, that sort of thing. But this was just kind of a fun thing to use to go outside with. But one thing I remember, too, with a magnifying glass is that you could look at something or even look at other people. But the further you pulled the magnifying glass away from that object or away from your face, the larger your face got or the larger that object got. And that's called magnifying something, right? So uh, being there in Florida and the heat made me think of playing with a magnifying glass, starting a million things on fire, (laughs) and then trying to see what things look like if they were blown up, if they were magnified. So I bring that up because that's exactly what we're going to be talking about in this episode of our podcast today. We're going to be talking about how we magnify things, just like that magnifying glass from when I was a kid. We magnify things in our marriage. Well, it has a lot to do with conflict. Conflict in marriage isn't just inevitable. It can be an ongoing reality for two people who are living together and sharing everything all the way from their toothbrush to their hopes and their dreams. Wait, what are you talking about? We never have conflict. 
Well, and we <laughs> don't I always share toothbrushes, oh, man. but yeah. we occasionally, I forget my toothbrush and I got to ask you to borrow yeah. it. Fortunately on this vacation, remembered I, this I remember, yep. yeah. But even that can occasionally cause conflict. Now, of course, conflict can be good because it does begin to allow communication channels to be filled with what could possibly be much needed information and the sharing of feelings. And that's so good when that communication is reciprocal and it goes back and forth, but it can also be bad when good conflict gets out of control or especially when the conflict is meaningless and unnecessary and let me add damaging. You know, the kind of conflict when couples get mad at each other for seemingly big and little things. So today we want to talk about a unique type of conflict resolution. It's conflict resolution that I happen to think is ready to go, ready to jump into action the minute a possible conflict scenario arises and ready to go, especially prior to conflict. Well, we've been married for like 30 years almost, like in a few weeks. Yeah, in a couple of weeks. <laughs> and so we've had a lot of practice with conflict, unfortunately, but there's oftentimes where we hopefully we're getting better and we have things that happen and we're able to catch it before it just explodes in our face or you know kind of like with that magnifying glass before it starts a fire for example travis just like two years ago i think i backed up out of the garage and there was a trailer in our driveway that i wasn't used to being there so i was focusing on the trailer but then i forgot that your car was in the driveway as well yes and so our car my truck or what wasn't that old i backed right up into your car like man smush suddenly there was this big hole this dent right above your rear wall it was awful it was it was terrible it was on the the driver's side so everywhere i went from then on out i had this terrible dent that people could see i was so embarrassed you know what? I was really sad, frustrated, tired. I was like, I can't believe I just backed out. It was a busy weekend right into your car. And so then I had a mark on my car and then we had a dent in your car and I was afraid to go in and tell you. I was like, oh no, what am I, what am I supposed to say? How am I supposed to tell you that I just backed into your car? Well, I remember going in and getting you and saying, Hey, can you come out here really quick? And I had tears in my eyes. I was kind of freaking out on the inside. And I began to tell you what happened. And you were so kind. You looked at me and you're like, hey, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. We'll get it fixed. And right there on that spot, you you could have taken something that was pretty bad and you could have magnified it to this huge blowout fight, but you just let it go. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're talking about. Uh, an opportunity that every couple has and you and I have had to magnify things or to blow them up, to make something that, you know, could be even bigger of a conflict uh, to, to really give it that platform. Well, the other day I kind of screwed up and it's a small thing, but it feels huge when it happens. I uh, left the toilet seat up and you, Don, went to sit down and use the bathroom and you almost fell in and got a second (laughs) shower bath for the day. Horrible experience, I am sure. And I thought, okay, she's going to be really upset. She's going to, you know, like, what were you thinking? Why did you not leave the toilet seat down? You left it up, but instead you were super nice and polite about it. And you could have magnified it. You could have made it bigger and and yelled and screamed or whatever, but you didn't. You did not get mad. (laughs) I did actually yell because I was actually shocked that I was about to fall in the (laughs) toilet, but I wasn't frustrated. I know you didn't do it on purpose, so we just kind of let it go. 
But you know what? What about just about a month ago, I think, or two months ago, we were visiting a new church and you had this nice bright yellow shirt on and I opened up my coffee and it, as I opened it, it completely splashed all over your brand new yellow shirt. And I was like, you couldn't see that it was all over your shirt, but I could plainly see inside that you had coffee all over your yellow shirt. I was like, oh my goodness. I would have been really frustrated in that moment if I would have had a brand new shirt on that was yellow with coffee all over it. But you were just like, hey, don't worry about it. And we went on with the church service. You went in there, we smiled. Eventually it dried and then it just like like two brown spots or three yeah, brown spots yeah. on your br- On my shirt. new favorite shirt. And I was kind of stunned at first, kind of yeah. like you were when you fell into the toilet. I was like, wait, is this like a caffeine rain shower? Like why is coffee flying through the air landing on me? But for whatever reason, I made the right choice yeah. in that moment. And I was so thankful. You guys, obviously you can tell that these are just three kind of smaller things, but things that we really could have blown up if we would have just take that, took that magnifying glass and let it be on there. We could have torched our marriage. We could have caused a lot of damage and we could have verbally just let each other have it. And we're not saying or giving these examples to say, hey, we're perfect. We have it all together. We could give you a thousand more of when we did magnify it, of when we did get upset or frustrated. But we wanted to give you some examples of moments where we went the other direction. And here's why, because we want to talk today in this episode about this idea of not magnifying something, but demagnifying it. The word demagnify, the definition from Merriam-Webster's dictionary means to reduce the size of something, to make it smaller. And so instead of making conflict or an argument or an outburst because of coffee or a landing in the toilet or getting your car backed into, instead of making it bigger, we want to demagnify. We want demagnification to be at work in our marriage as a yeah. part of our conflict yeah. resolution plan and strategy. You know, so much conflict can start over little things like we mentioned earlier, such as Travis leaving the toilet seat up or me splashing my coffee on Travis's new yellow shirt. But there has been times that we have seen things happen and become big, huge arguments. For example, there was neighbors at our last house that we lived in and I was sitting in my backyard. They didn't know I was in my backyard and I saw her trip over something in her yard and she was so mad because her husband had left this piece of equipment on the ground. She didn't see it. She tripped and man, she fully unloaded on her husband and called him every cuss word in the book. And I was so shocked. I was embarrassed for him. I felt bad. They didn't know I was there. I'm like, what am I going to do? I got to get up right now. So I just calmly stood up and loudly said, Hey guys, how's it going? And the look on their face, for one thing, she was more. Oh, I can't even imagine. She (laughs) She, must've been just shocked. She was. I mean, she knows that you were a pastor. So I think that had something to do with it. But I honestly was shocked. But man, something that simple where he didn't do it on purpose. She tripped. She didn't hurt herself. But man, she could have just completely let it go if she would have just thought for a moment before she spoke. So imagine this. Every couple has a magnifying glass where they choose to use it. And what they magnify can make all the difference in their relationship and marriage. A couple can magnify the best in their spouse and make a big deal about those awesome qualities. And they can also demagnify 
the not so great qualities that truly aren't deal breakers. I love what it says in Proverbs 19:11, and it's a bit of a demagnification verse. It says this, a person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. And that's what we're supposed to do. Take Get rid of the magnifying glass, demagnify something, and overlook an offense. Yeah, it really takes uh, patience. Just like this passage says, that's what it is. It's like when somebody backs into your car, when they spray you with coffee, when you land in the toilet, it's patience to take a deep breath and to say, I'm going to think through my reaction. I'm going to think through, I could magnify this and get into deep conflict and get frustrated or I can be patient and I can do what the rest of this verse says, and that is to overlook an offense. And it says it's to one's glory to overlook the offense. And that part is really cool. In other words, it, it makes you a great person to be around. People like you. They want to be married to you yep. because you're not getting so angry about the little things. And sometimes even the bigger yeah. things. Yep, yeah, that's good. So what is demagnification? Well, here's our definition. It's the personal discipline of changing one's perspective from a polarizing event or person and shifting focus away from smaller, less important negatives to a positive big picture interpretation of their spouse on the backdrop of real life. Okay, that's a mouthful, but is, demagnification yeah. really says, I'm not going to blow something out of proportion that doesn't need to be made into a huge issue. I'm just not going to blow it up. I'm not going to get uh, you know angry or upset. I'm going to instead demagnify. I'm going to shrink it down. I'm going to make this a much smaller thing. I'm going to overlook it. And I don't want to let my feelings just fly through my mouth. I think all of us know those moments when something happens and we have that one, like one fifth of a second, I think at that point to choose, are we going to let it blow? up or are we going to just kind of be calm and just let it dissipate you know but that's our choice that's our responsibility like what are we going to do with those frustrating moments our former president abraham lincoln he gives a great piece of advice here's what he says we should be too big to take offense and too noble to give it and that's a great you know, goal to be looking at, at trying to achieve in our marriages and even as individuals that we are just not going to get caught up and being offended all the time. Because mm-hmm. Don, you did not mean to pour coffee on my no, brand new shirt. Didn't you all. didn't mean to back into yeah. my car. And I didn't mean to, I don't want you to fall into the toilet. I mean, that's disgusting. That's horrible. But those things happen and it's part of living together, part of sharing the toothbrush or sharing life together, yeah, whatever it is. It, is. it sure is, yep. And that's what it's like when it comes to conflict. I mean, in conflict, many people talk about de-escalation. Yeah, we hear about de-escalation quite a bit. A lot, because it works. But the idea with de-escalation is to lower emotions and intensity in the middle of a conflict. Now, this is different than demagnification. And the reason why is demagnification allows you to maintain control prior to conflict or right before it could possibly start. Which would be the better option all the time because then you're going to not say things that you regret later. You're not going to do things that you regret. You're going to stop it before it even starts. Yeah. It's an intentional decision made far 
in advance. So how do we consistently practice demagnification? How do we stop magnifying things that are a big deal, but, or maybe a small deal, but we just, they don't need to be turned into this huge thing. How do we do that? What should we be looking at? Well, practicing demagnification really starts with looking backwards. And it's thinking, hey, what what led me to my spouse in the first place? I mean, if we all think about that, when you first met your spouse, there was something that you valued specifically about them. And so it's going back and it's celebrating those things. And if you forget what those things were that drew you to them to begin with, then, you know, it's time to stop and really start spending some time remembering why you had chemistry with them to begin with. Those are important emotions to not only tap into, but to also stay connected with throughout your marriage. So in other words, bring past feelings forward. Think backwards. Another great way to practice this discipline of demagnification is look at today. Find a moment every day to magnify the best qualities of your spouse. And this could be honestly through a hug or a whole bunch of smiles when you see them or flirting through your eyes when you look at them or gentle conversation. It might be walking up behind them and whispering in their ear or sending them a text, maybe giving them a card or flowers or doing something special for them. Demagnification could also be looking at the big picture. It's what kind of a person are they overall? Well, Don, when you sprayed coffee on me, I'm thinking this is this gorgeous, amazing woman who I love, who we're going to church together and you're in a, you're awesome. Like you, you don't wake up thinking I'm going to trash my husband's wardrobe no, today or his, out, his all, outfit. No, like that was not the plan. that's not who you are. Just, Big picture right. is like, she loves me and she helped me pick that shirt out. I remember bringing it to you and saying, Hey, do you like this? I love it. It's great. And so the big picture would be asking yourself questions about your spouse. Do they work a job? Do they love your children? Do they support you at home? Do they take responsibility when things go wrong? Do they get along with their coworkers, your family and your neighbors? So in other words, are you overall satisfied with them? And if yes, drop the magnifying glass and quit making the little things big or even making the big things even bigger. Let go of them. I think beyond looking at the big picture, we also need to look at the small picture. You know, sometimes when we are having an argument with our spouse, we treat them like they are just as terrible person who, man, they're out to get us. But how about right now? What do you love about them right now? Their humor, which that was, Travis, you were funny. I was drawn to that, but you still are funny. But our positive attitude, gentleness, and patient with your kids, their work ethic, willingness to sacrifice, or their commitment, man, they're committed to me. What do you love about them right now? There's so many good qualities that your spouse has. So look at that small picture. We need to let go of the immature behavior of pretending they are some kind of monster in real life during an argument when they actually have many great qualities. We just need to stop and look at them. Spend time looking at the big picture and also the small picture, especially the great little qualities that they all have. Another way to practice demagnification is to look within. Ask yourself, why am I getting angry? Most of the time we get angry or frustrated, it's because the thing we have chosen to magnify really isn't that important. So often the real issue is we are choosing to lack control or we are having an emotional outburst like a child who doesn't get their way. 
Yeah, I think I've done that a few times, Don. Honestly, uh, there are times where I'm like, okay, this is what I want and I don't feel like I'm getting it. And so instead of honestly looking at myself and going, I'm having a bad day, I didn't get enough sleep, or maybe I'm hungry, I get hangry, whatever it is, looking within, then I start to take it out on you. And it's so important to say, hey, I just need something to eat or just don't listen to me right now. I need to take a nap. I'm (laughs) tired, whatever that might be, or maybe it's a bad day at the office. Most things really are worth overlooking and forgetting. For example, if you break something or occasionally forget something, accidental slip of the tongue, or maybe they're just having a bad day. We all have bad days, but oftentimes these things are just so little and just overlook them. Don't even let them bother you or affect your day. The last way to practice demagnification in your marriage is to look to get loud. What do you love about your spouse and what are you grateful for for your spouse? Say those things out loud to yourself and to them every single day. So get loud about the positive things that you can see and the positive things that they're doing rather than focusing on those little frustrating things that you know really don't matter. It really comes down to what you choose to look at to focus on how you act now, how you act just prior to conflict and even how you act during conflict can make a huge yeah, it, difference. It sure can, yeah, absolutely. Demagnification again says, I'm not gonna blow something small out of proportion that doesn't need to be made into a huge issue. Instead, I'm going to make this a smaller issue than my feelings want me to make it. And it's just saying, I'm going to demagnify, yeah. I'm gonna shrink this down. And it's kind of cool because there's this bonus benefit that when you choose to demagnify, when you choose to not overact, you can always look back without guilt. You didn't choose to make something bigger than it really was. Or you can look back and like, wow, we didn't have this horrible fight that day. You you know, when the coffee came flying or we backed into each other's cars or whatever it was, we could have had a horrible fight or argument, but we didn't. And so whether it's a lack of guilt or just a lack of that emotional scar on your memory, it's such a good thing. I think the bottom line is this. We just need to throw away our magnifying glasses. When we were a kid, we used those to try to make fires. Well, in our marriage, we don't want those. We don't want to try to make fires. We want to have peace and enjoy marriage, but enjoy the benefits of marriage. Yeah. And I mean, that's so fascinating that that's what a magnifying glass does. It, it makes things bigger, but it starts them on it fire. It has that ability to do that. Yep. And we want to take that out of the equation and make things smaller and really bring peace to our marriage and to our conflict. So just get rid of them. So we just want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Remember, you can do it. You got this. Keep loving the fight. We'll see you next time.